executive producer, Verna Avery-Brown. This program is engineered by Michael Nasella. Stay tuned for our next show, Wake Up and Stay Woke with Ife Williams. for listening to the Just Completed program. If you'd like to offer feedback on any of our programming, please email us at info at wpfw.org. and welcome to Wake Up and Stay Woke. Of course, we've got so much history going on this Black History Month that we ought to be having Black History every day. Don't forget, this is our fundraising time in support of WPFW-FM 89.3. And we thank you for being with us, and we pray that you will donate to allow us to continue uh, to bring you the great public affairs and music that we bring to you every day on WPFW. Now, you may donate by calling 202-588-9739 or 800-222-9739 or do so at WPFWFM.org and then just press the donate button. And, of course, you can do Cash App. You know, that's what a lot of people are doing these days. And you just go to uh, dollar sign WPFW. dollar sign WPFW on your cash app. I did a sustainer membership myself last week because I just wanted to be there already when I come on. I hope you'll decide uh, this time to be a sustainer too. Again, just call that 202-588-9739 and tell them you want to be a sustainer for Wake Up and Stay Woke here at WPFW. And I need you to help me reach my goal today. It's just $500. I'm sure I have a friend out there who can do that $500 so that I don't have to keep asking for money during this program today. I've had, you know, my people out there, supporters and supporters of WPFW who just did it all at once, $500, that was it. I know that somebody can do that, so go right ahead and we'll get started with the program. WPFW is... uh, WPFW is... Revolutionary Radio for Revolutionary Times. And, of course, with the guests that we have on, you will see what I'm talking about. This morning, I want to tell you, first of all, about President Josephine Mourning, president of the Prince George's County, Maryland, SCLC. And, of course, they are presenting a prayer breakfast uh, commemorating Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday as well as honoring the late Joe Madison, who was my neighbor, known to many of us as the Black Eagle. It's at Martin's Crosswinds, 7400 Greenway Center Drive, Greenbelt, Maryland, on this fat, on Saturday, February 24th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. And for more information, just call 301-437-5254. That's 301-437-5254. Or go to PGMDSC. LC.org. That's PG for Prince George's, Maryland, MD, and SCLC.org. Just get more information. But all of you know the Black Eagle, and uh, I hope you will uh, honor him, remember him in some way. Uh, there is just a lot going on, and we've got, a, we've got just a lot of great guests on today. We're going to have, first of all, Miss Danielle Winky-Smith. Uh, she is a Baltimore native, graduated from Walbrook High School. Uh, she um, attended Frostburg State College and graduated from Coppin State College. And, of course, uh, she's a wife, she's a mother, a grandmother, a community organizer, and a retired federal employee. Uh, Mrs. Smith was elected during the Maryland primary midterm as a member of the Baltimore County Democratic State Central Committee. She does a lot of things in her community, 
and we want to welcome her to Wake Up and Stay Woke. This morning, this program we do in remembrance of the one and only Dick Gregory. Good morning, good morning to everyone, and happy Valentine's Day. Oh, that's right. This is Valentine's Day. I guess uh, when you've got someone to be wishing a Valentine's Day to you, uh, you, you remember that, that it's Valentine's Day because, you know, some <laughs> of you are expecting flowers or beautiful cards or something. But at any rate, we're just going to wish everybody out there in a loving spirit, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for reminding us, Danielle. And, of course, we've got a lot, as I said, going on. We're going to have Lynn Dyson on in just uh, a few minutes. He's going to be talking about um, the the play that he's doing, and I'll be there Friday night, so I hope all of you will be. Uh, he's doing one on Zora Neale Hurston. You know, he always does great ones, but I'm going to let him tell you about that after we come back from the break. And then after that, we are going to have a good friend, uh, Mr. Lawrence Alls from Columbus, Ohio, and he's going to be giving us some great news, too, about a program that I worked in at one time and I still support. Um, so let's get right to it, though, Danielle, and talk about what you came on to talk about today. I want to ask you, what made you decide, decide to be a part of a co-author project? Tell us about that. Okay, well, um, in the beginning, um, I, was real, I was really excited, but then I got a little nervous. I was apprehensive because... Um, you know, first of all, we all say that we don't care about what people think about us, but innately we really do. And although I'm a sharer and I've shared my stories and testimonies, um, as most of us have um, in life and throughout life because we like to release things, I um, was a little apprehensive and nervous about that. But then I learned that, you know, um, so many people were going through things over the years, and um, you have to tell your own story instead of letting people put a spin on your story. And my motto is always if someone wants to know something about you, um, actually, um, all you know and you have the truth. Um, you have nothing to hide um, unless they're paying your bills, unless they're paying us the bills, and we already know who's doing that. So, um I, I, I had, I, I, anybody who knows me knows that I'm also a giver. And I'm people sorry, call me a, a what? I can you hear me? Word. Yeah, yeah, you said I'm a oh, what yeah. and I missed it. Go right ahead. And, and people, it's, it's a little hard to hear you, but, and people call me a broke philanthropist. So, and I love helping people and seeing people smile and people being happy and joyful. And I also consider, my, consider myself a voice for the voices for the people. And so it doesn't just um, start with politics. That's just who I am. I share a lot because I've gone through and learned a lot over the years, as many of us do. And because so many people are dealing with so many things mentally, emotionally, and physically, when I heard the title, 365 Joy and Joy Restoration, what stood out to me, um, and the young lady who started this whole project was Dr. Vanessa Blackwell. And so um, she was the, the brain behind all of this. And I was like, when she was giving us the first lesson, I was like, wow, um, what makes you joyful? Joyful is one of the questions. And I started thinking throughout my life, I find my joy in forgiving. And so first and foremost, um, my faith in God and knowing that he has guided me through this process called life, it has enabled me to get through and get out of so many situations. Um, you know, the victim, a lot of people like to say call yourself a victim. Well, I like to call myself um, victorious. Victorious in that I was able to, you know, survive and get out a lot of these things, i.e., you know, things that you everyone deals with in life, like motherhood, um, being a wife, being a mother, being an auntie, all of those things. And another thing I really love about 365 Joy Restoration is that there are 365 co-authors. And so everyone is telling their story. And it could be different things about joy. And anyone who reads this book, there's a, a book and, um, and also a um, journal with affirmations. 
And so anybody can look in that and pull it through that and find some kind of way that will make them feel good about themselves, make them feel, um, you know, happy, healthy, and, and help them to navigate different things throughout life and knowing that they're not alone in this whole thing called life and that they so the joy can be victorious. Is the name of a book? It's yes, 365 Joy Restoration. And, this and is what does it mean? You, you do joy and then there's uh, all year, right? Uh, Danielle? Yes, I can hear I you, but it's Every really day, low. in other words, there should be joy in your life. And how do you make that happen? How do you explain that in the book? So how I explain that in the book, we all know that, you know, the, the dictionary, or should I say theory, defines um, joy as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness to be um, rejoiceful. And so I um, realized that different things that I was, um, you know, going through and dealing with in life um, that didn't make me happy, I wanted to be happy. I didn't want to be um, let society dictate who I was and the things and people were making me unhappy. I wanted to make myself happy. So... Um, because we all are really, truly responsible for our own joy and happiness. And we must find ways to make us joy. Although, you know, material things and our family and our loved ones are all part of so, that. So, uh, you know, I think I understood that someone else helped you or assisted you with the book. How did that? So, yeah, um, Dr. Vanessa Blackwell, she is the brain behind all of this, and she decided to get the 365 co-authors together to tell their story. We're going to take a little break, and I will be right back, Danielle. Mm -hmm. Sure. Thank you. Hello? DMV, DMV, it's me, Robin. I'm back. Ten-year anniversary for ACT, Artistic Collaboration Group. I am doing a fundraiser for this anniversary and that would be on February the 17th from 2 to 4 at Roots Public Charter School in the multi-purpose room. That's at 15 Kennedy Street Northwest. The donation is $35. Uh, you can purchase the tickets on Eventbrite or there will be some tickets at the door. So I hope to see everybody. This is um, an amazing time to contribute to the community. Uh, the honorees will be the Davis Dance Center as well as Roots Public Charter School. Both of these communities have been in existence for over 50 years, so I'm very, very excited to be, um, for them allowing me to do a fundraiser uh, on their behalf. So I hope to see you there. Buy your tickets on Eventbrite or you can buy your tickets at the door. So, you're listening to WPFW. We are in the midst of our winter pledge drive. And the program right now that you're listening to is Wake Up, Stay Woke. WPFW has been on mission this morning. Our prior broadcast uh, with Verna Avery Brown entitled what's at stake and the answer to that question is everything so we ask you to make a call and become a member of wpfw a supporting member of wpfw this is not the marketplace this is community at work creating a better world not selling 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 we don't want you to buy 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 this is not about materialism this is about improving our community improving our world so please make that call 202-588-9739 change the world give us some of your support put your money someplace where it is making a difference as opposed to just lining somebody's pockets increasing somebody's bottom line again 202-588-9739 out of area you can call toll free at 800-222-9739 or you can go on to our website which is wpfwfm.org there's a donate now button right there hit that button to pledge quickly and securely or on your smartphone 
pull up Cash App and type in dollar sign WPFW. I'm bringing my computer online as we speak, and we have a goal for this hour that I can't see at this moment, but please help us make the goals for our shows because it goes a long ways to sustaining this operation. There is no profit in this. This is community media, perhaps at its finest, and this is the power of this community, and this is your power amplified by a factor of 50,000 watts. This is very serious business, and these are very serious times. So, Kalia, do we have Dr. Williams with us? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank you, Thank Jerry. you, Jerry. Okay, turn your radio down, doctor. Thank you for coming, coming on. And I know you're making a fortune working for WPFW. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course I jest. Because all of our programmers, and we have an army of programmers at WPFW, all of which are volunteers. It is a labor of love, and it is a dedication to this community, which is in the greatest need, because market forces have abandoned us for profit. So we are here solely for you not for profit. So please, 202-588-9739. Help us out as we broach your issues, our issues, the community's issues. As we bring you art that you would otherwise be deprived of. Market forces are about themselves and their bottom lines, their profits, profits, profits. They have no concern for you. And unfortunately, we have a criminal justice system which is aligned with market forces. Um, you have to listen to some of our other shows like Roach Brown's show, Crossroads, which discusses what's going on with the criminal justice industry. So please, this is not industry this is community. Please make that call. We need to see your presence. We need to feel your support. Help us out, please. Dr. Williams, go ahead. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you always for coming on to support us on this program, Wake Up and Stay Woke. And for those of you who are just joining us, this is WPFWFM 89.3, and we are talking with a good friend. We're talking about joy, so that's a great subject this morning. We're talking with Ms. Danielle Smith. And uh, she mentioned earlier a book that um, she's telling us more about now. It's called Joy. What a wonderful thing to talk about on Valentine's Day, Joy 365. So go right ahead, uh, Danielle, as you were telling us about uh, the book and how it came to be. So what I wanted to also say is that one of the main reasons, like I said, I wanted to talk about finding joy and forgiving is because a lot of us want to be happy and we want to move on in life. And so... You want to forgive in order for you to move on. You can have freedom. Um, it's a form of releasing, a form of self-care, a form of not holding on to grudges, moving on in life, being productive, living your life, breathing again, loving oneself, loving those who you love, because also how we feel and what we did rubbed up on family. Um, and so you want to break these generational curses as well. Um, you want to survive. You want to, you want to overcome the evil and heinous acts that you may have experienced, um, whether it's been from a person or a circumstance. And you want to um, distance yourself from that. You want to hold on to great memories. And there are different levels of forgiveness. I know some people say, oh, I don't know, you know how I could forgive that person. But just like you can love someone and love someone from a distance, um, you can forgive someone. And that's one of the main things that, you know, God definitely wants us um, to do, uh, you know. So um, I believe that forgiving is very important, and it's not just for um, the perpetrator or the issues or the concerns. It's for you um, to move on in your life. So I find my joy, and especially at this stage in life now, and just mm -hmm. loving and caring for myself, being around family, friends, and the sisterhood that you have from the different organizations that you're a part of, um, and shout out to um, Black Women for a Positive Change, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Women with Black Women, Sicily, Sister both these are organizations that I'm a part of, and that I have that un unapologetic love and sisterhood um, from mm -hmm. these women who also help you to move on and to keep going. 
Well, thank you for being a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Uh, that's my sorority, too. So, hello. I should be saying sister, sister soror. Okay, thank you for coming soror. on again this morning. Um, but let's, let's just go back to uh, the, the, the book itself. Uh, how, how, what made you decide to write that, and can you tell us about some of the people who uh, assisted you with it? Well, um, basically, what made me decide to write it, again, is more so the different um, circumstances and things that have happened to you in life, mm-hmm. and realizing that so many of us have been through these different things in life, and Different people handle it different ways. Some people will resort to um, holding the grudges. Some people will resort to um, using alcohol, substance abuse, drugs, um, being promiscuous, you know, all those things, those natures. But those are just a cover-up. They just cover up things. Those are not solutions. They don't help you to move on. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I want to let people know that there's a way that you can do it because a lot of people in our communities are a little apprehensive about looking for um, help through a therapist, in which that is great. And I promote that people definitely should do that, but you need to pick the right therapist. I will say that there are times in life when you're so um, deep in that sometimes if you get in that therapy, if you think that will um, remind you and take you back to all of those um, deep things that happen, that may cause an issue, a problem. So that's why it's important to make sure you find the right therapist. Well, um, you, but again, um, just knowing that sharing the story of how we can also help ourselves through finding joy and forgiving. Forgiving mm-hmm. is so important. It's so powerful because it allows you to take things away from the perpetrators for those actions, and it allows mm-hmm. you to move on in life and to be able to raise your kids, to be able to be that mother, that sister, um, that wife, that friend that you need to be. Mm-hmm. Well, l- let me ask you, do you think it's easier to forgive a family member than it is to forgive another person? And I, and I ask that because it seems that uh, forgiving a family member, you have some help, some encouragement, say from somebody in the family who's saying, oh, come on, we're family, we, we shouldn't do that. Uh, do you find that is easier to do than it is to forgive, say, a friend? Well, that is a really good question. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on the severity of what happened, what took place. I mean, you know, sometimes the family members could be the worst ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and when mm-hmm. I say there's different mm-hmm. levels mm-hmm. of forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes that may be, especially if it was a family member, that although you love them deeply, or that could have been, you know, depending on who it was, um, you just Sometimes you just have to uh, love them from a distance, or when you go around them, you may not bring up certain things. Um, Again, forgiving is not forgetting, so you always remember what has happened to you. So, again, Mm -hmm. it depends on the severity of it. As far as with friends um, or associates, forgiving um, can be easy. Sometimes I always look at the, the premise of the circumstances or why these individuals may have said or done certain things to you. And so that also helps you with your forgiving because it could have been something that happened to them that caused them to act that way or treat you that way. So my thing I do with that is pray. I will pray for them that they get to a better place. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people think that, you know, they use your kindness as a weakness, but sometimes my kindness is because I look at it from another perspective. I've forgiven them. i pray for them. And if we tend to come back into one another's life, then I'm okay with that. But mm-hmm. when people show you, well, you know, they are believing, say, and so you know how to handle then, the rest of those relationships accordingly. Yeah, some people will say, well, I forgive you, but then you go about your business and you don't want to associate with that person anymore. Are you really forgiving if that's the way you are? And and that, that can be questionable, questionable, but also you have to protect your mental and emotional health, because it could be a situation where that forgiveness is you just can't be around them. I've had a situation like that when um, when I was in the presence of these individuals that mm-hmm. my insides were shaking, um, and I tried very hard to forgive them at that level. Again, there are different levels of forgiveness, 
And I tried so hard to forgive them at that level, but it just wasn't working. So now when I see them occasionally, um, we speak, uh, we may even hug, but I just can't be with them in that space that we used to be. So it's a different relationship because I've forgiven them. Um, I haven't forgotten, but you have to change the way you um, you act when you encounter being around those individuals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I guess that works so long as you don't remain angry uh, with the person or you hate the person or something like that. If you have dropped all of those things, you've forgiven them, but you just don't wish to be around them or associate with them. Uh, I would imagine that even though you forgive someone, if they've they've really wronged you, then you would be reminded of that wrong every time you see that person. So that would be a good reason not to want to interact with them. Uh, what do you think about that? Exactly. And, you know, there is a thin line between love and hate, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can truly love um, a person um, for any particular reason, but you hate how they treat you or you hate what they've done to you. Mm-hmm. So, again, you forgive them, but you don't forget. And mm-hmm. that, again, goes back with the level of forgiveness where um, maybe you can be around them. There are some instances where there are people that I love and um, I can't be around them, Mm -hmm. but I will maybe send them something, a hello, just checking on you, praying for you, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. And there are also some people when you see other people who are part, when it comes to family, who are still with these individuals that um, you have forgiven, you haven't forgot. You kind of hate them, but you love them. And at the same time, you wonder, wow, what I would do, I wouldn't want to be around that person, but then you have to look at it from a perspective why those individuals need that person. Mm-hmm. And so that's, again, another part and another level of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to find my joy, like back to the book, 365 Joy, yeah, I have to find ways to make me happy. Mm-hmm. And do you have um, a website because handle you're things out of time accordingly here, Danielle, with these different individuals Danielle, or these circumstances. Some people have done things that are irreversible. Um, do you have a but website at the same time, people to reach you? I know how to, to be time. respectful or cordial with them. I have um, friends who say, "Girl, I don't know how you do it. I wish I could be like you, but I would never be around a person who speaks to them again." Mm-hmm. And I said, "But then again." you don't know what they're going through or why they did what they did to you. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people project on you what is really going on and happening to them. Uh-huh. And although we hurt people, they say hurt people hurt people. Right. I believe that as someone who's been hurt like a lot of us have, when you know that level of pain and hurt, why would you want to do that to someone else? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I am this giving loving person. I mean, I'm a hugger. Yeah, and I didn't get hugged growing up, but I'm a hugger. And mm-hmm. I hug people because I know the importance of mm-hmm. being hugged, and sometimes that hug can save a person's life. Okay. All right. Well, we are about out of time, but I want to thank you for coming mm-hmm. on. Would you give us the name of that book again just quickly? Um, the name of the book is 365 Joy Restoration, and then there's also a journal. And if you are interested in getting it, and I hope you are because, again, there are 365 co-authors. There is each day you will find something that you can connect to. Okay, um, quickly, the I journal has affirmation. Get more information. Um, I've heard and listened to, and even when I read my own affirmation, I get teary-eyed. I've read it to a couple of people, and they're like, oh, my okay. God, that Danielle, is powerful. We are out of and so time. this is something that can help all of us. Of, so um, you can get mine um, at forgiving okay. is key at gmail.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being with us this morning, and it's a great topic for us to have discussed on Valentine's Day. All right. Thank you so much. Well, I wish everybody joy and happiness and happy Valentine's Day. Okay. I want to talk just a little bit uh, about uh, our fundraising time now. You know, it, uh, we are called the Revolutionary Radio for Revolutionary Times, and Gil Scott Heron said the revolution will not be televised, and yet Uh, We've seen oppression, suffering, and resistance streamed in real time across the country and around the world, from Palestine to D.C., and in times like this, it's imperative for us to have a station like WPFW 
So I hope that you will donate to us so that we can keep up the great work that my um, uh, fellow programmers here at WPFW do. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Lynn Dyson for just a few moments, and then with Mr. Lawrence All. Uh, yeah, uh, don't break. Dr. Okay. Williams? Yes. So this is actually part of the show. It's not a break because this is what makes the show possible, and this okay. is where we bring our listeners in onto the show. We okay. need your support at this moment. It's okay. a beautiful thing that is happening at WPFW right now, and we need your energy in this beautiful moment so that we can bring more beauty to a very, very troubled world. And we've been broaching multiple topics on WPFW, and we're going to jack the day. They call it Valentine's Day, but we're renaming it. Today is Black Love Day. Valentine's Day is a market gimmick, mm-hmm. you know, to take your money. So WPFW stands in the face of all these market forces. When you support WPFW, you're saying enough is enough in terms of of commercialism in terms of market forces you're giving to your own so we ask you to support WPFW at this moment make that call 202-588-9739 we are making real change in this world and we're asking you to help us with this effort because nobody else in media is doing it they're just going into your pocket and giving you I'm going to call it garbage because stuff is just stuff. We're talking about improving lives, improving your life. And right now, perhaps the most powerful act of love, of self-love that you can do right now is to forgive. Because if you carry the weight of what somebody has done to you, with you all the time, you're Mm -hmm. damaging yourself and you're internalizing that person and what that person or those people have done to you very much like racism you gotta let it go so please forgive like they said don't necessarily forget but forgive for your own preservation on the previous show we talked about we made you aware of lbs leaders of a beautiful struggle and that's what this is a beautiful struggle we've been struggling for hundreds of years and we're still here and we are still fighting WPFW is perhaps at the tip of the sword of that fight, and we need your support now. How will history record you? Will Mm -hmm. you have played any role? Please, play a role. 202-588-9739. Support your free media. We need you now. Go to our website, which is at WPFWFM.org. Besides... The schedule, besides um, the archives, you will see a Donate Now button on our website. Hit that button, please, and donate quickly and securely. You can become a sustainer for as little as $12.50 a month, which amounts to $150 a year. and goes a long ways to supporting this platform that you have created, this operation that we have created, and you'll barely notice it. It'll be like a latte or a croissant that you've sacrificed once a month. And we've got this platform because of that teeny tiny sacrifice. So please help us out. Dr. Williams, thank you for the show. Okay, and thank you, uh, Jerry. And I want to say to our listeners, sustainer, as many of my uh, fellow programmers are, and in addition to being a sustainer, we often, when we get a little extra, we give a little extra uh, in addition to being a sustainer. So we hope you'll do that. Okay, I think we have Lynn Dyson on the line now. Lynn, are you there? Okay, well, at any rate, uh, Lynn has a play that's coming up, and that's one of the gifts that you can get. You can get two tickets when you donate uh, $75 for the Zora Neale Hurston play. Um, I will be going on Friday night, as I said, and I hope to see many of you there. And, of course, that's just for a $75 donation. Jerry has given you the numbers. Uh, you can get a single Zornil uh, uh, Hurston ticket for just a donation of $40. And, of course, there is a Sojourner Truth um, uh, piece, information that you can get, um, and that's for a $120 donation. You can also get the Black History piece uh, for $180. But, at any rate, I pray that you will 
give a donation to this station that brings you great jazz and justice every day of the week. All right, um, we are going to Mr. Lawrence Alls, who uh, I hope is on. Are you on, Mr. Alls? Yes, I am. Oh, it's so wonderful to see you back on. We haven't had you on for a few years, I uh, think, but I'm so glad you would be here today. And I uh, met you when I came to Columbus, Ohio, to speak for an uh, an occasion that you had. And uh, I have always uh, remembered uh, what you said that day. And I want you to tell us just a little bit about what you're doing now. Okay. Um, yeah, my earphone wasn't working best, but if okay. you ask me to say, uh, can you hear me? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Now, would you repeat that question? Because I heard everything you said except your question. Okay. Uh, we were just talking about um, when I first met you, and you talked about yep. something called healing the wounds of circumstance. And that's when I fell in love with the work that you're doing. It's, a, it's something <laughs> that I use all the time, healing the wounds of circumstance. So I wanted to ask yes. you if you would tell us a little bit about what you mean by healing the wounds of circumstance. Okay. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well, it's... Um you know, uh, since we met, it started, we met in 2018, believe mm-hmm. it or not. And uh, you were here in Columbus, and you came by, and uh, and we had a, a long series of talks over that weekend, and I heard you speak, and you were magnificent. But the answer is that we were looking for what was happening to black folks in particular about you know, like academic performance, uh, violence in the community, um, uh, to drugs in the community. And I began the journey um, when my child died in 1998 uh, from alcohol and substance issues. And as her father, I couldn't help her. Mm-hmm. And that was a serious wound for me personally. Uh, I've been in civil rights, and I've just watched, you know, the ugly of society. And so in 2010, I heard Charlie Rose, uh, that series on brain science, and they simply said that we may begin to understand why people do what they do operating from the brain. And it occurred to me that the circumstances that created the wounds i.e. slavery, poverty, you know, violence, all of those kinds of things, we needed to heal them because that's what I wanted to do for my daughter and couldn't. So we've been on this journey to find out how to do that, utilizing uh, the findings of neuroscience, Mm -hmm. which is relatively new, and it deals with the brain and how it operates, and optimal psychology, uh, who's put together by a doc lady, a black lady doctor, uh, Linda James Myers. And the other uh, significant person is Monica Louise Clement, PhD, Dr. Clement. And she's one of the few neuroscientists uh, in the world, and especially as a black guess, woman. Uh, Dr. Myers, uh, what's her first name? Because I know that I've run across her name a lot of times and wanted to read more about her work. Uh, what What is her name again, Dr. what? Oh, well, there's two. Uh, Dr. Lip, Linda James Myers, uh-huh. who is, is uh, she's a just retired professor emeritus uh, at the Ohio State University, and Dr. Monica Louise Clement, a neuropsychologist practicing out of New Jersey, and they decided to embrace our pursuit of how to heal the wounds of circumstances, understanding psychology and the brain and how those two things relate to each other. And how do you, and I, what, that's what I do, I describe, they prescribe. In other words, they're the doctors that come up with the treatment modalities. Mm-hmm. I'm the person that talks about what it is that we see every day as, you know, as lay people. So the 
the answer is that uh, in, over this journey, um, with what the you know the path that they set us on, using the science, and we've had just such an extraordinary group of people uh, since 2018. We've uh, had invested over a million dollars, and we've built an extraordinary system that helps heal the wounds of circumstance. Circumstance, if you're in a household where there's violence and dysfunction, that's a circumstance. Like you and I come from the South, that was a circumstance. Mm -hmm. If you're in the North now, that's a circumstance. It gets a little more sophisticated. It's not as overt as it used to be, but the consequences are just as real, and they manifest themselves in police killings and the inability generally to do anything about it. It deals with, you know, employment and being discriminated against. It deals with access to capital, not being able to get money to make big ideas happen. It deals with expectations in schools like why do why are there so many children not doing well? And it's a result of their circumstance. And so the issue is, is how do you heal that? And we're saying that we've developed the expertise about how to do it using brain science, neuroscience, now, you, um, put, and optimal psychology. With young people already? Uh-huh. Have you done you use this program with young people already? Oh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> what it was is that we had to build a system to do it. In other words, individual practitioners probably do this, but that's not at a size and scale to to address the problems that we have. You know, there's 35 to 40 million black people, for one. There are 29 million children go to school after school. So starting in Columbus, Ohio, in 2018, we started doing pilots, you know, to test the idea. Just like practice and everything else, you have to be able to put together a system to make it work. And we started that process by doing research. And we paid $200,000 plus to do world-class research. And since then, we have been working with uh, clinicians. We call them O-coaches and assistant O-coaches who are paraprofessionals to deliver those services to individuals based upon this new science. And we have been in Houston, Texas since 2020 and have served, I suspect, a couple thousand kids in after-school programs. And last year, we had 702 children enrolled at 32 different locations who received, uh, uh, you know, the, the treatment modality. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it doesn't feel like treatment, by the way. These are kids who come in for a 45 to 90 minutes um, a, a session, but they're in group sessions, and then uh, they have access to individual counseling. Mm-hmm. Now, is it a matter of um, a shortage of resources as to why you're unable to do more that, more of this across the country? I noticed you mentioned Houston, you mentioned Columbus. <laughs> But it sounds like, yeah, and what I know right. about the program, it seems Well, like the great. answer was, uh, just like um, developing a Tesla or a smartphone or, or a great basketball or football team, you have mm-hmm. to put it together first. And that takes time and resources, and that's what we've been doing since 2018. Mm-hmm. And so last year, um, we had gone in Houston, as an example, from 20 children, and four sites and had graduated to 32 locations Mm -hmm. and 702 children. And so we put together the model and we were ready and are ready to to launch the larger version of what we learned as of last year. Last, um, when I say last year, I'm talking about after uh, school ended in Houston last year. So that's what we're working on now mm-hmm. um, with yeah. uh, Columbus now, City Schools. if people want to learn more about that program, which I think is a wonderful program, 
how would they reach you or how would they learn more about the program? Well, the great thing is 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 Google. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if they look for we optimize right dot com, it has an address. If a person wanted to reach me, they would call me at area code six one four six two two four eight zero eight. And those are the two quickest ways to do it. Is okay, to Google we again. optimize and that's one word. And then if they want to see what we've done, they look at weoptimize.info. Okay, and well, they my can grandma see might not work. know how to spell optimize. Would you, would you do that, please? Because this is such an important program. I want people who think that they can work with it to be able to do so. It's we and then O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E. Yeah, it's we, O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E, dot info. I-N-F-O. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah. again, uh, we are in fundraising can, time here. At can I say WCFW something about you? Um, back with us. Okay. Are you there, Jerry? Yes, I am. All and right. we've made a little Jerry's bit of ready. progress. <laughs> and this is a critical broadcast. Um, thank you, doctors. Um, I can't imagine anything more serious right now than the developments in brain science as it relates to our community. Uh, Previously, we were talking about forgiveness, and that is a route towards better health. Forgiveness, actually, a route towards better health. But brain science has come a long ways. And, Doctor, I'd like to drill down on something that I heard about called neuroregeneration, the ability of the brain to heal itself. Is that real? Yes, it is. And... How do we it's also about called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. And I've heard there yeah. are techniques that we can apply. And that's what we teach. Okay. You teach some of those techniques. What techniques do we apply to increase the neuroplasticity or neuroregeneration? Because the brain will heal itself under certain circumstances. That's correct. And that's why we call it the healing of the wounds of circumstance. The question is, is how do you do that? And so if you're talking to an occupational therapist, you would say, well, how do you heal a broken arm or, or, you know, someone that's been injured? The techniques are developed and then practiced on the individual. So when we say that we have children involved in the program, that's what our research produced was coursework to teach professionals how to work with individual children and their families, because that's what the key is, their families and people in schools and people after school, because you cannot, in other words, you can't just work with the brain during school hours. You can't work with it just after school. You, you know, you have to have a strategy to impact the person in effect 24 out 7, except for when they're asleep. We don't have sleep therapy. Um, but the bottom line is the brain uh, has what they call neural pathways. We lay people call those habits. And the question is, where did your habits come from? And how can they be modified if they're self-destructive? And that's what our coursework is designed to do. And it takes time and it takes skills. And that's what we've organized is how to do that. We, Dr. Williams, we we have a member of the WPFW family, a senior person, and turns out to be a major donor also, um, that experienced some of the neuroregeneration in his personal life. And he discovered that in order to foster neuroregeneration, you had to do um, strenuous exercises, what worked for him, very strenuous exercise, stimulated the body and st- stimulated the brain mm-hmm. to regenerate. And I, I don't know if that is something that will work with children, but there are techniques that we can use to heal ourselves. And one of them is, mm, don't believe the hype. We are overtaken by market forces, commercial media, drives us and drives us and drives us to the point where we have 
a crisis in parenting because we're too busy hustling and hustling and hustling, trying to meet the demands of a capitalist society. WPFW exists as an alternative, giving you real information, real art, not hype, not digging into your pockets. We're just Mm -hmm. here four times a year. We come to you to state the need for your continued support for this non-commercial community media. The Mm -hmm. number to call is 202-588-9739. We are, in fact, changing this world. It is a better world out here than we see on the surface because we're dependent on a commercial media that keeps driving us and driving us and driving us. And we're saying at WPFW, enough is enough. We need mm-hmm. our own media. We need to care about ourselves as a community. We've lost sight of community and WPFW is bringing it back and we're bringing you back. Hopefully we'll know Absolutely. if you make that call 202 588 9739. We do have some people to thank, Dr. Williams. I'd like to thank Stephanie Myers and Roy Myers from Washington, D.C. for your generous donation. These are two people who get it. We need for you to get it. You have to understand what is going on with lame stream media. Market forces are driving us to our demise. We have to be part of community. So join this community. Doctor, go ahead want to thank uh, Dr. Myers and her husband. Uh, she always helps me with great guests also. She listens all the time to the program. She's a very special fan. Of course, she's a Delta, you know. So Deltas are known for their community service. So I hope that all of the Deltas are listening and will call in and make a donation. The first guest we had on today is a Delta. So that makes it very special to me because I like to be involved in organizations like uh, Dr. Meyer's organization and Delta Sigma Theta that are community servants. So please, we need your help here at WPFW. I appreciate it no matter how little you uh, can donate. But I know I have friends out there who can donate the entire $500. Thank you so much, Jerry. All right, it's just about time for us to uh, leave you for today, but there are others coming on. Uh, David Weston is coming on. All of my colleagues are in fundraising mode, and we hope that even if you don't get to do it before we go off today, you can still call in that 202-588-9739 and make your donation to help us reach our goal of $500. Uh, We're not there yet, but even though I'm a sustainer, I always donate otherwise to the work that we do here because it's so important. Um, uh, Mr. Rawls, we want to thank you for all of that information you've uh, given us, and I hope that people will contact you, learn more about the program. As I said, when I first heard that term uh, about healing the wounds of circumstances, I knew that that was something I would be interested in, and many of our listeners out there are interested in doing that in the community. We bring a lot of community servants on here. I want to thank the Gourmet Angel Food Bank again. They're helping people in the community around Washington, D.C., and the food bank is open. They'll be open this Friday from 11 to 1230. If you need food, please call 1-800-268-0448. That's 1-800-268-0448. And I want to thank uh, Sherry Butler and Reba uh, Burris-Barnes and all the people there at Gourmet Angel Food Bank for what they're doing. Mr. Alls, I can only ask you, did you know Dick Gregory remembered anything in 30 seconds that he did? Oh, hey, yes. Um, well, he used to come to Columbus. Yeah, but when you come back on, on a, we're certainly going to ask huh? you that question. I'm Faye Williams, your host. This is the program Wake Up and Stay Woke. It is in remembrance of the one and only Dick Gregory. And, again, you can donate at any time today. Thank you. I love you, and we'll see you next week. And have a happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Doctor, go ahead. I'm sorry? Oh, no, no. I was talking to your guest. He's, he's coming back on. So let's bring your guest back on, Kalia. Is he open? Yeah. Okay, so thank you for the information. Well, Again, a critical broadcast. You. Okay. Thank you very much. And um, we look forward to optimizing and healing. Have a good day. Yes, optimizing and healing. And I'll give you a word, neuroplasticity. Where did you hear it? on WPFW, not on commercial media. You're hearing it on your own media. We can heal ourselves. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. You've been so helpful today, as always. Love you, too. Have have a happy Valentine's Day. And you, too, withdraw.
The 15th annual Mid-Atlantic Jazz Festival swings hard on President's Day weekend, February 16th through the 18th at the Hilton Rockville, 1750 Rockville Pike, Rockville, Maryland. This year, they honor the grandeur of the big band era, featuring Dolfeo Marsalis and the Uptown Jazz Orchestra. Grammy Award-winning vocalist Lisa Fisher with the Orrin Evans Captain Black Big Band and the incomparable Kurt Elling with the Mid-Atlantic Jazz Orchestra. Other performers include drummers Bernard Harper, Herlin Riley, and Marvin Smitty-Smith, vocalists Renee Marie, and vibraphonist Warren Wolf. Full schedule and ticket information available at www.midatlanticjazzfestival.org. WPFW, building a better world one broadcast at a time. Scott Heron said, The revolution will not be televised, and yet we've seen oppression, suffering, and resistance streamed in real time across this country and around the world, from Palestine to D.C. In times like these, it's imperative to have a station like WPFW that centers justice, reflects hope, and fosters solidarity throughout our music and public affairs programming. From February 4th through the 24th, we offer you the opportunity to partner with us in this critical work of liberation by donating during our Winter Pledge Drive and ensuring that WPFW will be here to chronicle the revolution. WPFW, Revolutionary Radio for Revolutionary Times. Robin, I'm back. 10-year anniversary for ACT, Artistic Collaboration Group. I am doing a fundraiser for this anniversary, and that would be on February the 17th from 2 to 4 at Roots Public Charter School in the multi-purpose room. That's at 15 Kennedy Street Northwest. The donation is $35. Uh, you can purchase the tickets on Eventbrite or there will be some tickets at the door. So I hope to see everybody. This is um, an amazing time to contribute to the community. Uh, the honorees will be the Davis Dance Center, as well as Roots Public Charter School. Both of these communities have been in existence for over 50 years, so I'm very, very excited to be, um, for them allowing me to do a fundraiser uh, on their behalf. So I hope to see you there. Buy your tickets on Eventbrite, or you can buy your tickets at the door. Collective Voices and the Francis Gregory Neighborhood Library invite you to celebrate Black history through poetry from 3.30 to 5 o'clock p.m. Saturday, February 24th at 3660 Alabama Avenue, Southeast Washington, D.C., as they present African Americans and the Arts. Collective Voices, whose members are Lady Di, Sister Joy, Bernardo, and Billy O'Hara, are known for their messages of social consciousness, inspiration, and empowerment. In addition to their original poetry, the celebration will also feature an exhibit by Washington-area visual artist Jason Keene and conclude with a book signing. This event is free and open to all ages. WPFW, building a better world, one broadcast at a time. On Friday, February 23rd, 8 p.m., Strathmore presents prolific drummer, producer, and composer, Micaiah McRaven. Blending jazz, hip-hop, and electronic elements into a modern, beat-driven sound, his latest album, In These Times, is the triumphant finale of a project more than seven years in the making. Inspired by both broader cultural struggles and his personal experience as a product of a multinational, working-class musician community, McRaven has a unique gift for collapsing space, 
destroying borders, and blending past, present, and future into post-genre, jazz-rooted, 21st century folk music. Micaiah McRaven, In These Times, One Night Only, Friday, February 23rd. Tickets and details available at strathmore.org. WPFW, Building a Better World, one broadcast at a time.